Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us right now, uh, guy, long-time writer for the Daily News, covering football. He was instrumental in getting Joe Klecko into the Hall of Fame, as I told him now. Now we got to get Gastineau in. And we'll get into that as well. But he's got a book coming out uh, soon. Let me, let me just make sure I want to get the – here we go. As I screwed it up here, so I, I apologize for that. Here we go. We got it now. Once The story – the book is Once a Giant, a Story of Victory, Tragedy, and Life After Football, Gary Myers. Hi, Gary. How are you? Good morning, Joe. It was great to see you in, in Canton last week. I yes. was thinking this morning, the, the last time I saw you was probably that year that I did some SNY stuff. Right. Uh, and, and you were there, and we, we got to see each other a couple times a week. And uh, uh, you became my pal that year. I know we had had some uh, like disagreements over jet stuff over the years, but I, I think we kind of, I think we kind of see things the same way. I think I in a lot, lot of ways, yeah, probably, and and you were instrumental in getting Klecko in, and I thought it was interesting, Gary. Not only did Klecko mention you, uh, and when he in his uh, speech, but so did Darrell Revis. He mentioned you too. I just span generations, don't I? <laughs> now you got to get ga- <laughs> now you got to get Gastineau in, man. Gastineau was a f- four years in a row. He was all pro, two more than Klecko. He's got a hundred and seven career sacks, right? He is the only guy, if I'm not mistaken, to have back-to-back 20 sack seasons. Let's go. I mean, to me, I you know I understand there's a lot of negativity against him, the sack dance, but everybody does a sack dance now. They're getting guys losing by 30 points and they're doing sack dances. So, I, I know he was kind of the trendsetter with he that was. stuff, and uh, I mean, it drives me nuts. I mean, I hate that stuff anyhow, but. Uh, it drives me nuts when you see guys celebrating a sack. They all do it, though, you know, Gary, now. You know that. No, 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 no. I was going to say, five minutes to go in the game, down, you know, two scores. Yep, yep, yep. And, um, and they're celebrating, you know, a sack or, or, or a tackle, you know, pushing a guy out of bounds at the sidelines, you know, that's meaningless to the result of the game. Right? Um, this stuff has kind of got a little bit out of control, but, you know, they run to the end zone. They run, they dash 40 yards to the end zone. The right. defense after getting a turnover and yep, yep, pulls yep. for the camera. I mean, come on now. I mean, uh-huh. you know, who, who was it that first said, like, act like you've been there before? I mean, yeah. that, that's kind of how I look at it. Well, it's I, it's I, like what Barry, what Barry Sanders, I don't want it to step on you, but what Barry Sanders used to do, we yeah. get in the end zone and just give the ball to the official. That was it. Yeah, and, and Emmett Smith used to just keep him because he scored a gazillion touchdowns right, and he's got right. all the balls at home. But, um, right. No, what I was to say about Gastineau is I, I think, you know, people, first of all, you know, his reputation at the time was kind of as a knucklehead. Yep. And, um, and he wasn't well liked by his teammates. And, and I think that came across, you know, loud and clear. And I think that's hurt him somewhat, not somewhat now. And plus, you know, leaving in the middle of the season because yeah. his girlfriend yep. at the time, Bridget Nielsen, yep. thought she had yep. cancer and she didn't. Yeah. You know, but you know, I think we had to get Klecko in first. And yeah, no, Klecko first. There's no question about it. He's the he's the greatest defensive player in history of the franchise. But now you got to get Mark in there. I mean, he was he was a hell of a player. And you know something? 
I got to hear Klecko and Marty Lyons and these guys start to come out in you know with saying that. I got to hear it from those guys, don't I? Yeah, I, I think I think that's right because I, I you have to get you have to get the um, the momentum going somehow, and I've tried to do it for for Carl Banks this year, and right. he got to the final twenty five as a senior, so. Now that, you know, Klecko is in, and that was my project for the last three, four yep, years, I was so job. determined. And once they put me on the senior committee, I'd been on the main committee for over a dozen years, but once I got on the senior committee, which is only 12 of us, you know, I called Joe up and I said, listen, this is really good news for you because there's 200 senior candidates every year, and you know, if you don't have somebody mm-hmm. advocating mm-hmm. for you, you got no shot. Because there's just too many other candidates. And a lot of them, right, I would right. say there's like 40 who were probably Hall of Fame worthy. So, you know, I did everything I possibly could for Joe. I arranged Zoom calls with Hall of Famers to talk right, to the other right, right. senior voters. Uh, I got the Jets to do um, a video with Joe and a, and a one-page information sheet. So I, I did everything I possibly could. I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just saying that I used every... Uh, avenue possible to raise the awareness of how worthy Joe was to be in the Hall of Fame. But I want to tell you what the, the great thing was about this for me. Dad. Joe, I've been on TV a million times, so I don't really care anymore. Right. But uh, here's the answer. My wife and I, when uh, Klecko mentioned my name, and I don't oh, know why. On, sa- on Saturday you're talking about? On yeah. Saturday? Okay. Yeah. So I don't know why her friends were watching the Hall of Fame ceremony. You know, you know, I don't know how many people watch it, but the friends that started texting her definitely were not in the group that I thought would be watching. Right. And right. when they showed her, I mean, she she got such a kick out of it. And I, I mean, I've already got her an agent signing her up for Hollywood. <laughs> ready, your wife ready. All right, there you go. Yeah, I mean. She definitely brightened up the picture. I'll, I'll say she improved the viewing experience for the audience when, when they were showing me that yep. she was in the picture too. So I was happy for her for that. Yeah. Well, and then I'll tell you what, Joe. When when re, re, I was one of the few guys who really, from start to finish, had a really good relationship with Revis. You know, he could be a little cranky in the locker room, mm-hmm. but Darrell and I always got along. And I had no idea. I had a feeling that Joe was going to mention me, right? But I had right. no idea Darrell was going to. So. I, I really appreciate that because I worked really hard for him as well. Well, I'm glad. I mean, you know, obviously Darrell re- deserved it. And we're talking to Gary Myers, whose wife now is going to be a future Hollywood star. But, <laughs> but I, 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 I want to go back to this guy, right? I, I know, all due respect, Carl Banks was a tremendous player. I know Carl. We worked with him for years and all of that. Right. Great player, okay? You know, you're talking about maybe the greatest three-linebacking trio we've ever seen with him, LT, and Harry Carson. Okay, I'll give right. you no doubt. You can't tell me he's better than Gastineau. I'm I, you can't. And all due respect to you, Carl, I love you. But you know what? He's not. He's was not the impact player that Gastineau was. He's not. Well, I mean, Gastineau was a one-dimensional player. You say that, but watch. Go- hold on. You say that, but watch some of the film of this guy running sideline to sideline to make tackles. He got a bad rap about that. I'm telling you, you got a bad rap there, uh, Gary. Well, Joe, let me tell you this. Um, I was in Dallas covering the Cowboys for most of Gastineau's career. Okay. And so I didn't see him, and I'll, I'll admit this, you know, okay. no problem admitting this. So I didn't see him play like you did. Um, I saw the highlights. I saw him intermittently. 
But I was covering cowboy games every right, Sunday for right, years. Right, right. So I really have to go back and look study at some. Him. Look at some of the tapes. He's got four straight years of all pro, not just the Pro Bowl, all pro four times. That's a big number, guy. Yeah. No. I, I, listen, I, I'm I'm totally wide open to taking on his case. Um, we, we have our voting for the 2024 senior class on August 22nd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are no Jets or Giants that are among the final 12. Okay. But once we get that done, I got to get past that. And once we have that class set for next year, I start concentrating on, you know, uh, accumulating promotional material for who I want to try to educate the other voters on. Right. So I'm right. going to continue with Carl. Everson Walls has been a guy that mm-hmm. should have been in forever. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'll give you, you that. I, Everson I him Walls should day. be in. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I, I, I know Everson, Everson and Phil Sims are my two guys that I've known. Phil Sims should forever. be in too. Let's be honest about it. Phil Sims, Phil Sims should be in. The only reason he's not in the Hall of Fame is because he got hurt there in the 1990 season and didn't play in the Super Bowl. Or he would be in too. Well, if he had won that second Super Bowl, right. he would have been in a long time ago. Phil is very humble about that because he says you can't take for granted that the Giants would have won the Super Bowl if he didn't get hurt. Because if you remember that San Francisco playoff game where they got five field goals to win it, Hostetler, yep. Yep. very underrated performance in that game with his legs and avoiding the pass rush. And I'm not sure, you know, the, the Giants have lost to the to the Niners, 7-3 during the regular season. Yeah, that was the uh, fight with on the side. That was when Ronnie Lott and Sims got in each other's face. Do you know the backstory on that fight? No, I don't, actually. Oh, uh, this is a really funny story. Jim Burt, who was playing for the Niners that right, year, right. he and Sims were best buddies. Right. But Burt was telling He also Ronnie went Lott after was knee in that championship game, Jim Burt. I don't remember that, but oh, he um, did. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so Bert is telling Lot all week that Phil Sims has no respect for him, that he thinks he's overrated, okay, and not a very good player, which was totally fabricated by Bert. Ronnie Lot was more than one of the most in- uh, intense, emotional players ever. He got Lot so fired up. That at the end of the game, he got in Sims's face. Yeah, that was a classic. And Sims is going, "What are you talking about? I never said that." Is that what it was no. all about? I didn't know that. That's what the whole thing was about. Right, right. And it was Jim Bird who was the class clown and uh, was just trying to push a button with Ronnie Lott. Not that you had to, because he played every game like it was the last game he'd ever play. Um, and and he was so. He worked up such a hate for Phil Simms during that game for no reason. Right. <laughs> That's what led to the fight after the game. Wow. But anyway. Um, By the way, I'm going to give you a quick list, and we're talking to Gary Myers, who does a great okay. job. And you got your book coming up. And I know you want to talk about the Mets, so if I, if I, I'll hold you over to do that as well. Gary's a big okay. Mets fan. Okay. I know you want to do that. Yeah. But I'm, I, I'm just going to throw some names at you of guys that should be in the Hall of Fame. How is Jim Marshall not in the Hall of Fame, Gary? Eller and Pagerin, how is that guy? He played, I don't know how many consecutive games or whatever, at defensive end for the Vikings. He's not in the Hall of Fame. That's a joke. Let me just throw the guys out there. Jim Plunkett, two Super Bowl championships, MVP in the Super Bowl. 
not in the Hall of Fame. That's a joke. Mm-hmm. Jack Tatum, okay, who reinvented an entire position in the NFL, okay? He was like a hybrid linebacker and strong safety, okay? He's not in the Hall of Fame. I understand the Daryl Stingley thing. He should right. be in. Lester Hayes, how is he not in the Hall of Fame, right? Uh, okay? I mean, I could, that's just a couple of, obviously, Gastineau, that's just a couple off the top of my head that how these guys aren't in. It's, it's, it's a disgrace. Well, oh, and I'll give you one more. Otis Anderson, how is he not in? Otis uh, made it to – actually, it was the final 31 this year because there were ties at 25. Okay, okay. So he made it to, to the finalists, semifinalists, um, in the seniors this year for the first time. See, there's a lot of guys that you just mentioned um, that – Modern era uh, eligibility was up, but I came on the committee. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2010. Right. So a lot of those guys, 20 years was up before I, I was a voting member, and I only got on the senior committee in 2019, I think. So a lot of that stuff happened, you know, during the senior during the modern eligibility. That all happened before I got on the committee. I'm not sure about Otis. He probably was still eligible at that mm-hmm. time, but a lot of guys you mentioned, I think their eligibility was up. And then a guy like Lester Hayes was a senior finalist two years ago, and he's not this year. And I don't quite understand that, you know. And he, and he did well in the voting a couple of years ago. Uh, for example, like Bob Kuchenberg finished sixth. There's another guy. The he's not, and he's yeah, not and in. He, Kuchenberg's not in, right? No. He right. was a modern finalist, I think, eight times. And then he gets to number – he finishes sixth in the senior last year, and we take the first three. And, Joe, he didn't even make it to the 12 this year. Wow. Everson Walls was in the 12 last year and didn't get back this year. And he's a younger player that you think the arrow is pointing right, up right, on him. Right, And he went backwards. So, And the committee is pretty much the same as it was from last year. So there's a lot of things that's very hard for me to explain. But, listen – you know how much I respect you, especially in your Jet history. Um, you and I can match each other on the Mets. You know more about the Jets than I do because I was gone for such a long period of time. Right. But if you're telling me you think Gastineau was worthy, then I'm, I'm taking that man. very seriously, and I'm going to really study him, and I'm going to ask people about him. I appreciate and, that. Um, and I'll take it up. But just I just want to add one more thing. When you're comparing him to Carl Banks, it's very hard to compare guys who played completely no, different I, positions. I, I understand. And Carl won two Super Bowls, and I get all of that. And Gastineau didn't get any, didn't get near any Super Bowls. I get all of that. But, you know, it's not, but I, I'm not knocking Carl. I'm not saying Carl shouldn't be in. But, I mean, you can't right. tell me, like I said. And in all due respect, Carl probably hates me when I say this. But he was a bigger – I mean, Carl played with LT. He played with Harry Carson. You know what? And I understand Gastineau played with Klecko. But you know they kind of made each other better. You know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah, not... but I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair. And right. I think the reason Carl's not in is because he was overshadowed by those Probably. two guys. Probably. But Carl, especially you know, and he only played with Harry from '84 to '88. Yeah, no, I know he didn't play with Harry a long time. I know that. Right. Know. And and Carl was really, I mean, Harry was the brains of the defense for sure when he you know Carl's early years. But Carl was an extremely intelligent player. And half the time, he made sure that Lawrence was lined up in the right spot. Right, right. And he was great against uh, tight ends. Now, he wasn't mm-hmm. 
the pass rusher that Lawrence was because Parcells didn't ask him to do that. Right. right. But you know, if he played the weak side as a pass rusher, he would have had a lot more sacks. Right. And, he and he had a great, with, a great so. Super Bowl against Denver. He had a tremendous Super Bowl against. He, the he, if Phil, if Phil didn't play out of his mind in that game and go twenty-two for twenty-five, Carl would have been the yes. MVP. Yeah, I agree with you. You're he right. was tremendous in that game. And again, I'm not knocking Carl for the Hall of Fame, but uh, I'm just, I just, and I understand I'm a Jet fan. Okay, and I get it. And I saw Carl <laughs> Giants, Giants all the time. You know, uh, Gaston, what, what to me was a. But I want to tell you one, one other, one other my. One of my other projects for the By the way, Gaston right also, you want to get him in before he's still alive and can figure out what's going on, too, you know? I, I know, I know. Um, one of my projects now for the modern era is is Tiki. Um, if people start taking a hard look now, at He's the Tiki, greatest giant running back of all time. He is. He, he was getting better as he was getting older, yep. and that's pretty much because yep. Jim Fossil misused him yep. the yep. first couple of years. Right, but. Right. And I've had this conversation with Tiki, and I said, if you played one more year and you were on that Super Bowl team, now there's no guarantee mm-hmm. that the Giants would have won the Super Bowl. And he says this himself. There's no guarantee they would have won the Super Bowl if he stayed, because I really think that Eli was able to branch out as a leader without Tiki right. in the locker room. Right. And right. they right. had a pretty good running back situation that year. Yeah. But you know, if Tiki had played and got another 1,400 yards and won the Super Bowl, or even if he didn't win the Super Bowl but got another 1,400 yards, he would have got in. And he says to me, what, you know, why didn't you just tell me that and tell me how close I could have been to this Hall of Fame? I said, Tiki, when, you, when that whole thing came out during the season in 07, in 06 rather, I told you you're costing yourself the Hall of Fame to try to become Matt Lauer. And I think – you know, the way things have transpired and that didn't work out for him at, at NBC, mm-hmm. you know, I'm really happy for what's going on in his life now and having drive time on FAN. But I think if he had to do it over again, mm-hmm. he definitely would have played in 07. Well, he and was the told me that. Well, he was – look, I've, saw, I've seen all the giant running backs going back to Frank. I saw Gifford play at the end of his career. He was basically a wide receiver when, you know, when I saw him play. Right. Um but, I mean, you know, from Ron Johnson, who was their first 1,000-yard rusher, right? I mean, I've, I've seen them all. You know, Joe Morris, Ovis yep. Anderson, Rodney Hampton. We go right even, you know, Barkley now. Tiki was the best. He's the best running back they ever had. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And you know what the, the kind of the irony of the situation is that his career turned around when Coughlin got there because he yep. taught him how not to fumble. Not to fumble, yeah. Do you remember Tiki running the ball, you know, high and tight? Yep, yep, and. Yep. Um, and he stopped fumbling, and he became, he basically became unstoppable. Yeah. He was so strong for a guy that's not all that big. And uh, you know the one, the one innovation that Tiki had that is now, if you notice games, he used the video board as a rearview mirror that when he got broke out in the open, he would look up at the, at the board above the end zone. See what's after him. To see if there are any defenders around. Right. Right, right, and right. you see that an awful lot now. So he's yeah. a pretty smart guy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, look, like I said, he's the greatest giant running back of all time. So uh, no we're talking to Gary Myers. We're talking to Gary Myers. Gary, let's let you know what we're going to hold you over because I want you to talk a little bit about this book. By the way, Gary, and I talked about you this off the air with you. I'm ready to do a book with you when you when you want me to. I'm in. I'm in. You want to do the Jets and the Mets? You want to do whatever? I'm in. Well, we are, you know we already know what the title is. Oh, the pain? Right. Oh, the pain. It has to be oh, the pain. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Well, how about this? People who are listening, how about if you tweet either Joe or I and you tell us whether 
a book, Oh, the Pain, uh, written by me, but it'll be the Joe Benigno story about right. the suffering. The yeah, you do the writing, suffering. I do the talking. I'm, I'm not a writer. Exactly. Right. I'll do the writing, you do the talking. Let people tweet at us and tell us whether that would be a book that they'd really be interested in reading. All right. okay. It would be a little depressing. Other than sixty nine eighty six and and January twelfth nineteen sixty nine, but right, right. Other than right. that, I think it'd be pretty funny. I'm in, bro. I'm telling you, man. I, I, for you, <laughs> for you, only for you, Gary, would I do this book. So I'm, uh, I'm in. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let's break here, and I want to come back. I just want to throw you, you talk about. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Your book you got coming out, and look, and I know you're a big Met fan. I know you want to go off yeah. a little bit on that. So we'll okay. break here, Zoo. Let's break. We'll come back more with Gary Myers after this. We're down to 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Starts. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. What a move by Starks! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Of course, they lost the next four games of that series, and of course, the Charles Smith Memorial, but, you know, why bring that up? Anyway, the Emmy Award uh, winning HBO original docuseries, Hard Knocks, Training camp with the New York Jets is back, giving fans unprecedented access to the most talked-about story in football. Can Aaron Rodgers help make the Jets a Super Bowl, not a playoff team again, a Super Bowl champion again? It's only been 55 years. Hard Hard Knocks is now streaming on Max. All right, Gary Myers is with us. Uh, Again, let me just give the promo. I know the book's not out for a while, Gary, but the name of the book is Once a Giant, A Story of Victory, Tragedy, and life after football. When is this going to be? It's about the 86 Giants. When is this coming out? Yeah, Joe, it's coming out uh, September the 12th. Uh, I'm really, really excited about this book. It's my sixth book. Um, and I'll just say this. It's, it's, it's by far um, it's by far my best book. Sorry about that. Um, it's, it's really it's, – it is a little – I don't go through like a game-by-game game of the 86 season. That was done. 
right after they won it. I didn't right, need to do right, that. Right, right, this right. book is really about the brotherhood that these guys formed, winning a championship together, the bond that still exists today, and the struggles and challenges that these guys are going through um, in, in life after football, the emotional problems, um, physical for sure, you know, mental health issues, you know, financial issues. A lot of these players are, are there for each other. A guy gets in trouble. They generally call Harry Carson, who rounds up the troops, and they try to come to, you know, whether it's doing a GoFundMe page for Brad Benson, which Harry started, or Harry taking Jim Burt to the doctor uh, 15 years after he retired because he was afraid to go to the doctor, um, all, all kinds of stuff like that. But um, there's really just a, a lot of compelling stories about what these guys are experiencing. And although it is a book about the Giants, uh, it really could be about any team, Joe. Right, um, right, I just right. chose the Giants because I wanted to concentrate on one team. And and the 86 Giants were the age group that I, I really wanted to focus on because, you know, they're in their late 50s to, to late 60s. And people who've read it have told me it's the boys of summer of football, mm. which I take as the highest compliment. It's pretty good. Uh, because I thought that was just a tremendous book. And uh, there, I'll give you two quick examples. There, there are five players in the book on the record. Everybody's heard of these players, but I don't want to give away the names right now, um, who told me that the level of despair had reached you know, such depths that they contemplated suicide uh, in the years after retirement. And the story now, you know, fortunately, um, they didn't follow through. Right. But right. Um, the, the backstory on what led them to that point uh, is heartbreaking. But the fact that they've come out the other end and got their lives turned around and have sought help, I mean, that that's um, heartwarming. The other thing, and I can't remember if I mentioned to you this when I saw you in Canton, but, um, you know, Bill Parcells obviously had a love-hate relationship with his players. Mm -hmm. uh, today, they send him birthday cards and call him on Father's Day. Uh, he's become the patriarch of the 86 team. Joe, to the extent that he told me he's loaned out over $4 million dollars Wow. To former players wow. who were in need. Wow. And they come to him, and he knows this, only because he's the last resort, because they're embarrassed to come to him, to come to their old coach and say, Coach, I don't know what I'm going to do. Right. I, I really need help. And, and Joe, you know, Bill just wants to make sure that it's legit, not that anybody would ever call him, you know, Hey, coach, I need money to go buy drugs or, you know, he, he right, just wants right, to make sure right, 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 that the right, money's right. being put to good use. And he sits down and he writes a check and puts it in the mail the next day. Um, it's really, and he has no expectation of being repaid, Joe. Um, it's really the, the transition that Parcells has made. And he's going to be 82 years old on August uh, 22nd, I believe. Wow. The transition he's made in his life. And I, you know, where he has such compassion for these guys. And I just said, Bill, why have you become like the first national bank of Parcells? Right. And he said, I put away all the money that I need. Uh, I've taken care of my daughters, my ex-wife. I have enough money for however long I'm going to live. And what else would I want to do with this money than help the guys who help make me who I am today? 
And yeah. he goes, don't make a, you know, how Bill is, don't make a big deal about this. You know, I'm sure other coaches do that. I said, Bill, no other coach has done that. I've <laughs> never heard a story like that. Right, 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 so right. The book, that's in my introduction to the book, Joe, and it only gets better from there because wow. the stories are going to blow you away. That's great stuff, and you said, when is it coming out? September 12th, you said? It comes out September 12th. Anybody who's interested, right. um, you can get it on Amazon. Uh, a couple of appearances that I'm making, uh, September 14th at Bookends in Ridgeway, Ridgewood, New Jersey. Right, right by me. Phil right. Sims is going to be with me at 6 o'clock. Nice. Maybe I'll come by. The great right Phil by, Sims. Right in my area here. Oh, come by. Come by right. if, if you're off the golf course by then. Yeah, well. Um, it depends how I am. It depends how my 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 uh, my mindset after the Jet Buffalo game. You know. That's right. <laughs> uh, let me just say it quickly. September fourteenth, Mellers, a great sports bar on Second Avenue between Eighty Eighth and Eighty Ninth in the city. Uh, Leonard Marshall is going to be with me, and then October twenty second. This one I'm really pumped about. Okay. The Giants graciously have. Um, uh, I, I asked John Mara and went through the organization. They approved this. I'm going to do a book signing at their game, October 22nd against Washington okay. by the team store in the plaza there. And right now, and I think there's going to be more, but right now Jim Burt and Harry Carson are going to be with me. Wow. If Bill if Parcells comes down from Saratoga, uh, he usually comes to one game of the year, and that's their first afternoon game and probably their last afternoon game before he goes back to Florida. Bill said he would come by, but that's not what's not confirmed. But Jim Burt and Harry Carson are nice. with me. So anybody who wants to come by before the game and meet those guys and buy a book and get it signed, uh, I can't wait to meet you. But you know, I'll come by. I, 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 I you know, I might come down to that uh, book signing on the 14th just to say hello to you and Phil. I, I Phil, I'm big. I love Phil too. So you know. Yeah, here's what I want you to do when you get there, uh, and hope I, I anticipate there being a line outside the store because I know I'm how sure. bookends is so right. Um, popular with these book signings text me in advance that you're coming i don't i don't want to make other people wait in line to let you cut the line but for you i'll let you cut the line and bring you right into the store to, to hang out with us so yeah, uh, i will i'll let you know i I think that's a good possibility i'm going to do that now before that'd be great i, I really would really mean it before i go though real quickly because we got to we got to go here soon okay. on the mets I ripped. I don't know if you heard the opening of the show. I, I destroyed did. them. I am so ticked off at what Steve Cohen has done here. What's your thoughts? Well, something he said a few weeks ago when he had that press conference that he doesn't want to get the reputation of you know firing people as soon as things go bad. I, I kind of get that to do that in the middle of the season. Um, Billy Epler's claim to fame with the, with the Angels was signing you know, Otani. Right. And right. but then they didn't he didn't build a team around him and he got fired from there. Um he was like what like the twentieth or twenty fifth choice to be the GM of this team. Um I I think he's done a horrible job. Terrible. And terrible. Buck Buck when things start going bad, I just think Buck has seen um that he hasn't seen as engaged for sure as he did last year. And I'm disappointed in that. I don't want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I, I, I don't think Buck is the problem. I don't think he's had a great year managing, and not having Diaz just destroyed yeah, that the was order a big of the hit. Bullpen. Of course, of course. Um, but this is one of the more disappointing seasons. I know that Sal was talking about trading Alonzo. Oh, please. I, I mean, I like Sal. 
I don't know where you he's coming from Alonso. on that one. Oh, well, I would trade Alonso. I mean, out of your mind? That's what I, I mean, just he, said at the he, beginning, and I don't like it. I'm a little worried that they may. I don't trust them. I really don't. I don't like. I know, but Sal, Sal apparently went off on it the other day, saying that he's a problem in the clubhouse and he's got to go. I mean, huh? geez, you got to build a team around Alonso. You don't Please. get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, where are you going to find a guy that's going to hit 45 homers and drive 120 runs in all the time? I know. I know. I know. Um, hey, Joe, I just got to tell you that during the break, I was checking my Twitter, and a lot of people love the idea of the book. All right, I'm in. You let me know. If, you, if you're if you serious about doing this book, Gary, I'm <laughs> in, man. You live where? Westchester, right? You're not that far I from do. Me. All right? Yeah. So, so we, you let me know. I am in to do this book with you. I, I am in. I, I'm going to check with my agent. I have, a, I have a literary agent. I'm going to okay. check with her. I didn't mean to sound big time there having an agent. Well, no, but... that's true. I got an agent, too, but I don't have a literary agent, you know. Yeah, I, it's important to have a literary agent because they have all the contacts when you're trying right. to sell a book. I understand. You know, to, to get a hold of all the editors. But I will check with her and, and see what she thinks. Uh, I'll check with my current editor and see what he thinks. And if, if they like it, I think that would be a blast. And um, so many people of our generation will be able to relate mm-hmm. to um, to your fandom and, and the pain that you've suffered. And I think we, we've got half the problem licked because we got the title of the book. Yes, that's right. All the pain. I do that's want to right. tell you this. Yes. Of my six books, this is the only one where I came up with the title, Once a Giant, because I think there were so many cool meanings really? to it. Meaning that these guys were once giants, meaning larger than life. Right, right. Once right. a giant because they played for the Giants. And then the, the subtitle Story, Victory, Tragedy, and Life After Football, my editor came up with. But uh, just like newspaper writers don't write the headlines, authors usually don't come up with the titles, but in this case, I did. So, All right. Well, it's um, a great title. I like the title. I do. Yeah, Joe, but I, I'm serious. If, if I can get some traction on people, let me know. Like, we're not doing the book. We're not going to self-publish like other people do. And we're not going to do it with a small publishing house where they basically don't pay anything. Yeah. If we can get a good deal to do this book, I think it would be a blast. And I'm in. People, people, I want everybody who's listening to keep tweeting at me after the show because if I can get a good feel that people would really be into reading this book, I'm going to go at this 100%. Gary, I'm in, man. I'm in. You, you do the legwork you need to do, and if you, if you think it's worthwhile, I'm in. All right? I'm in. That that sounds good. And um, like I told you in Canton last week, I miss you every day on the radio. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate I, that. I, I, I mean, Tiki's my buddy, and I love listening to him. Um, and, and Evan, I grew to really appreciate when he was with you, not so much when he was on with the guy who left recently. Right. But right. now that he's back with Tiki and talking about sports, you know, it's become listenable again during that time of the day. But I, I miss you every not being on every day because I always listened in the car and um, especially I love the Mets stuff because we really, we really have the same thought process on the Mets and it's just been brutal this year. I can't even watch the games anymore. Yeah, it's unbelievable. But I, I will say one and positive. how about this too? Can they hit, can, can they hit, can they hit somebody hit Acuna after, after Pete got hit in the wrist like he did by Charlie Morton, which was done clearly on purpose. Can I see somebody have the you-know-what to actually hit maybe Ronald Acuna? Is that possible? Right? I, I know. The Mets got hit so many times oh, last season, and, and they never retaliated. This year as well. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah. But I want to say the one positive that came out of the game last night, 
And I know I'm looking for silver linings in you a very dark season. For, what was that? The four straight was back? up five times last. Bogey, Bogey was up five times last night, and he only struck out four times. Right, and he got booed to the high heavens. And they and and the last out of the game when he got booed mercilessly, not a peep from the announcers about what, what about that. That that bothered uh, me too. Yeah, but you have to understand they're working for the team. And oh, I, think, I get you it. Know, those okay. guys are the best. Keith might have said they, something. Keith might have said. Keith is the one I, I guy in that, that they, booth. Keith is the one guy in the booth that was aggravated that they punted on the season. He's the one guy that was ticked off. About yeah. It. And I think that Gary at times can, in, in a very professional way, expresses his displeasure of, of about things that are going I on. Think he, I think he, I think management tells him what to say, and he goes along with it. That's me. I, I don't know about that, but yeah. I, 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 you can never lose sight of who you're working for. Just remember, he's the guy that said when Daniel Murphy was a free agent, net zero. Uh, yeah, I know. Push him out the door. Don't forget that. Yeah, well, he had a net like three fifty batting average against yeah. the Mets the next year. Not only that, he was like he was basically the when he went to Washington, he was basically the MVP that year. Let's not forget that. I know. I know, I know. Please, I think Gary's don't get me go. Oh God! I think he's oh, doing the same pain. thing with Alonzo. He's doing the same thing with Alonzo. But I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let you go because we got to get calls in here. Gary, okay, great. Remember, let me know about 12th, the book. September twelfth. You can pre-order on Amazon now, and I'll see you on the fourteenth, hopefully. You got it, bro. All the love. Okay, take care, Gary Myers. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.